Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking about the show, there were a lot of directions we could go on earlier in the day. MLB, another deadline. Will the owners cancel another week of the regular season? Or will the players and owners still meeting at this hour, allegedly, get a deal done and we will get spring training and we will get an opening day we'll continue to keep an eye on that and as chris tubbs and i talked about off the air no news is good news at this moment so we don't have any updates on what's going on with mlb other than we think they're meeting they had met a couple of times today are they meeting right now we don't know but we know that the owners haven't come out and said, we're going to cancel another week of games. So there is a little positivity on the uh, Major League front. And if we do get any news, we'll certainly bring that to you at once. Uh, the Wild are really struggling in Adam Sports. About uh, 15 minutes ago, you heard Bill Guerin's cut from his chat with Chad Hartman, which, by the way, is available online at WCCRadio.com. Uh, the Wild general manager... Uh, a genius earlier in the year when when the team was flying high and was leading the division. And then there was a thought that they were a shoe-in for the playoffs, and now all of a sudden the Wild are struggling, to say the least. They, they can't keep opposing teams off the board. They're giving up four, five, six goals a night routinely. They got shelled twice by the Calgary Flames. Uh, They've just been getting blown out of the water by the Dallas Stars, a team below them in the Central Division standings. Now the Rangers come to town tonight, and we'll find out. They've got everybody back, Jordan Greenway in the lineup, as Adam outlined about 15 minutes ago in the sports. Uh, They've got to be better. And it's not just the goalies. It's not Cam Talbot. It's not Capo Kakinen alone. It's all the guys on the blue line, and it's all the guys up front. They they can't be 100% focused on putting the puck in the net. It is a two-way game. They need to play 200 feet. And I said, filling in for Mike Max in the morning sports with Vanita the past couple of days, one of the things I brought up, how about... Uh, Losing a game two to one. If you're gonna get beat, how about make it two to one, not six to three? Um, that would be a step forward. Now, obviously, if they score 
eight goals and the Rangers score six and they get the win and the two points, that's what's most important. But ultimately, they have got to log down. So we'll see what transpires there. So that leads us to football. And what turned out to be the story of the day is not only Aaron Rodgers apparently staying in Green Bay, four years, $200 million, 150 guaranteed. Devontae Adams will get the franchise tag and get a ton of money. So Green Bay, the division champ, running away, they've got their quarterback, they've got their wide receiver, they're automatically the division favorite in the NFC North. More on that in a moment. Then you have Russell Wilson, the outstanding quarterback from Seattle, and the rumor was he would be on the move. Well, now it looks like he's going to Denver. Denver is giving up a ton of picks with that defense, with some of the other players they've got. They feel like we get a legit quarterback. We can make a run in the AFC. Okay, so, so that's pretty big news. But it did a couple of things, in my opinion. Number one, it should have given the new people in charge out at DCO Performance Center a little clarity of what the reality is in the NFC North. The Minnesota Vikings, with the cap situation and what they have in front of them, probably can't contend and win the division with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams coming back. It, it should give them clarity. But it should also, with, with Wilson on the move to Denver, and all the picks Seattle got in return, that there's probably a gigantic market for Kirk Cousins if they're going to do the right thing and rebuild. And in reality, that's what they should do. And for me, it's been crystal clear that's what they should do since the middle of last season. And and when, when you break it all down, it isn't Kirk Cousins' fault that they... They didn't make the playoffs more or didn't do more. But he is part of the issue. And they got a lot of holes on defense. They have a lot of holes on offense. They they have things they need to deal with. And can they re- rebuild on the fly and contend with Den with with Green Bay? I, I don't think so. And then the Denver situation and what you got for Russell Wilson should say Well, Kirk Cousins isn't Russell Wilson, but he's a pretty good quarterback and an established quarterback, and there should be enough teams out there who feel like there may be a quarterback away from getting to the playoffs and getting on a run. So That's my read on what took place today. And our producer, Chris Tubbs, uh, joins us, and football has a way of taking over everything. Whether it comes to television ratings or whether it comes to radio talkers, uh, the news with Rodgers and Wilson today, you know, just blew up everywhere. And and for me, is all it does is give the Vikings some clarity with Rodgers and Adams because there was a thought not that long ago. Oh, Green Bay, they're going into full fledged rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to have Aaron Rodgers. He he might retire. He might play elsewhere. Well. That's not going to be the case. And, oh, Devontae Adams, he isn't going to be around. He's going to move on. Not exactly the case. So with those guys back in place in Green Bay, 
They're your odds-on favorite to win another NFC North title, and that should give uh, the new general manager and the new head coach a little clarity to say, yep, we need to get what we can for Kirk Cousins and rebuild here. You wanted somebody to set the market. I think that is the important thing. And you're right. I, I think Russell Wilson, in that he had great wide receivers in Seattle with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But he, he gets a pretty good set of wide receivers with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, uh, KJ Hamler. Plus, he's got a young stud in Javante Williams, you know, going into his second year. You got a stud defense. I feel like this is, this was a good deal, uh, you know, and, and a good move for the Vikings to gauge and say, okay, if we are going to make a move with Kirk Cousins, what, you know, what are we looking at? And I know that Denver was one of those teams that was rumored for Aaron Rodgers. There are still a lot of teams out there, Steve. You, know, you, you got Pittsburgh. You know, what's going on in San Francisco? We don't know. Washington's looking for a quarterback. I, I don't think Washington is going to come you know, burning down the Vikings' you know, phone lines asking about, you know, asking about Kirk Cousins. Um, Been there, done that. Yeah, Carolina is very interesting to me because, to me, the NFC South – is wide open now with Tom Brady retiring. Yeah, as of right now, you got Atlanta, nah, New Orleans, nah, Tampa. Yeah, Drew Brees long gone. Yeah, so I mean, is the is the window for Carolina with that defense? Is it potentially open? So I mean, you could look at a couple of first round. I mean, you got five picks, two first, two seconds, and I think a fifth, a fifth, a and fifth. they got a fourth. In return from Seattle. Okay, so, so, so you, you can call the fourth and the fifth kind of a swap, whatever. Yeah. But they did get a ton. Now, the, Kirk Cousins isn't worth that. No, no team's going to give the Vikings no, you're not, that you're much not, you for know, Kirk you're, Cousins. No, you're, you're not. But I think if you're looking, you know, one first and a couple of seconds, or, you know, you're looking at, you know, plus let's not forget as well. They also, you know, um, Seattle, or not Seattle, uh, Denver also gave up Noah Fant, a young tight end, uh, quarterback Drew Locke, who was a first-round pick, drafted out of Missouri, and a young defensive lineman in Shelby Harris. So they also got three players along with the five picks. I mean, if I don't even think you'd want the players. If you can take the picks, that would be great. But if you can get young right. pieces, th- there's a framework there. And, and I think... This was great news for the Vikings because the price for Kirk Cousins just went up. And you've got eight days to essentially make a move before the league year starts. Right. And I'm going to go back to one thing. Kirk Cousins isn't going to fetch what Rose Wilson did. No, he won't. Denver is clearly going all in. But I also think another part of this equation is is the fact Green Bay, with, with the increase in cap money that is available to every NFL team, said, all right, we can find a way to keep Aaron Rodgers in place. We, we can keep the Devontae Adams and hang the franchise tag on. And we're the favorites in the division. Chicago's going to be terrible. Uh, the Lions could be better. They showed signs that they're, they're not going to be as bad as they were in 2021. But but Chicago could be terrible. And and for the Minnesota Vikings, it gets back to, and, and we weren't in the room. And you and I have talked about this. What did Mark and Ziggy Wilf and Quasi Adolfo Mensa, and then mm-hmm. after that, uh, Kevin O'Connell talk about when it came to are, are we ready to rebuild or 
are we ready to reload and try and keep as many of the veterans? We, we don't know what was actually said there. But the, the Wilson news today and the Rogers news, in my opinion, plays into the fact, hey, we can get a ton for Kirk Cousins and we can do a rebuild right and just yes. not try yeah. and jump back in and keep Kirk Cousins and, and, and try and fix this thing on the fly. Well, well, the one foot in, one foot out approach doesn't work. That's what they've been trying to do over the past couple of years with a lot of one-year contract with veterans. They, you know, they, they wait and they're like, okay, well, mate, you know, we'll get you know, Dalvin Tomlinson. You know, we'll get Patrick Peterson. We'll go out and, you know, Brashad Brillin. We'll get these guys and yep. you know, we'll, we'll yep. try and piece it together. Aaron Rodgers is going to take up, I, I know it's a $200 million contract, $153 million guaranteed. You're eventually going to have to, it's like a balloon payment on a, on, a, on a loan, right? I mean, it's like, it's good now. At the end, you're going to have to figure it out. The Packers are already $20 million over the salary cap. And then you're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. So you've got your quarterback and your wide receiver. You've got your wide receiver for at least one more year if you're going to franchise tag him. If you can't work out a deal. But to me... This also tells the Vikings, let's stay the course. You know, let's churn this thing. Let's purge the roster. Let's try and, and you know, let's try and, and work this thing over. And, and for those that think that Kirk Cousins really won't be moved, you know, and a lot of these guys are going to be around, they've gotten rid of people in the front office. Eric Sugarman was with the team for 16 years. If you're going to change out the athletic trainer, the head athletic trainer, and you're going to change out uh, some of that front office, do you honestly think that this roster, they're going to stop at that? I mean, the, the roster is really where a lot of this is is going to be taking place now. Yeah, and that that is going to be the, the challenge for this new group out at TCO Performance Center. Don't get it. And, and is, is, okay, now what? What what was laid out in front of us today to me gives clarity to the situation. Now now the, the now the only concern is is it's kind of like or or do we feel like Green Bay still has cap trouble? They're going to have to do this. They're going to have to do that. You know, can we sneak in there with the veterans we got um, and contend in the division? And we're going to coach them up, and we can win with this core group. <laughs> yeah, really I, I feel you, you stay the course. You go with a year or two churn. You know, a full rebuild in the NFL, Steve, that doesn't have to be you know, four or five years. This could be one or two years, and, and you do what you should have done a couple of years ago. That's what you need to do if you stay the course. Uh, again, eventually... Green Bay is going to get to the point where it's going to be like New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans was like a ridiculous like $60 million over the cap. I mean, there's only so long that you can keep manipulating those numbers. And, right. you know, Green Bay is taking that one last gasp. This is exactly when the Vikings reset and then, you know, try and get themselves into a position that they can overtake Green Bay on a consistent basis when the Packers, you know, when the, the Rodgers, and I know it's a couple of years down the road, but if you make a, a, a run for the playoffs, that's great. But don't go into every year thinking we can go, you know, half in, half out, because it just doesn't work. You're, you're always going to be mediocre. Quick break. We have more on Sports to the Max. We'll continue to talk about uh, that story and much, much more. Later on in the program, Boys State Hockey Tournament Preview. 
Uh, we, we've got some Timberwolves to talk about. Uh, a lot going on in the world of sports. How about that Timberwolves win last night over Portland? It's all on the way here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Timberwolves are idle tonight. What a great story they've become on the local sports scene. Carl Anthony Towns was Western Conference Player of the Week, and rightfully so. And in that blowout win over Portland last night, they didn't need Anthony Edwards. They didn't need D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he had a hamstring issue. Um, Anthony Edwards on the comeback trail. Um, will be will he be available tomorrow night for Oklahoma City? Hopefully, you know they they get these guys right. And this is where I get into um, dare I say it, load management. Um, they they didn't need those guys last night against this Portland team. It it just was blowout city early. Well, well that's also because Portland, as Allen said, they got thirty eight from. Uh, uh, Anthony Simons on Saturday night, so they were a little too close to uh, to beating the Wolves, so they decided to sit their number one scorer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, oh, la- la- oh, you la- scored thirty eight. Ooh, no, you got to no, no, no. You, you we, got we, uh, bilateral uh, knee weakness or something. Yeah, whatever. We 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 can't have that. So so the Timberwolves in this stretch, where they're once again beating bad teams, and I'll take it as. A long-time follower of the Timberwolves, they they had a bad habit of of losing to bad teams. Teams that, you know, in recent memory, maybe they should be better than, maybe they should beat. Uh, the, the Timberwolves uh, this season have figured out that part. You need to take care of business. Now, there are some examples where they lost to bad teams along the way. Uh, there was laws to Orlando early in the season that was ugly. They'll get another shot at Orlando on Friday. But but my point being is taking care of business right now against the likes of Portland. They get Oklahoma City tomorrow night. Yep. Our coverage begins at 6.30, tip 7 o'clock. But uh, the, the Timberwolves still, though, you know, top six, um, they're going to continue to need to win at a pretty strong clip to get that. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you need Denver or Dallas to falter. And, and the way that and they Nik- haven't been. No, the way that Nikola Jokic is playing right now, I, I mean, he's just, he's playing out of his damn mind right uh, You know, I mean, it's either going to be he or Joel Embiid for league MVP this year. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Jokic win it back-to-back. I mean, he's, he's been incredible. And this is exactly the Wolves are in the position that they haven't been in before. It's like you look at this and you've got the soft underbelly of the schedule where, yeah, you've got Portland back to back and then you've got Oklahoma City and, you know, then you've got Orlando. It's like you've got to make hay. And I know the sixth spot would be good, but considering they've only been in the playoffs once in 15 years and that was for a cup of coffee, none of those other teams in the play in scare me. I mean, LeBron, if he gets hot. Could scare you. The Clippers, like he did against Golden State. Oh, when he went for fifty six, yeah. The Clippers don't scare me. I mean, then you get you know Portland or what? It's like the Wolves have to feel good, even if they're in that seven spot. As long as you don't have LeBron, I think you're in a really, really good spot. Yeah, and as as much as the Timberwolves have won five in a row, um, they're, they're still two and a half behind Denver. And three and a half behind Dallas, so the, and, and four and a half, or yeah, two and a half, and then three and a half, 
and and a full four behind the Utah Jazz at the moment. My my point being is they're on a tear and they're still not really reeling those teams in. The good news is Lakers eight games back, New Orleans nine games back. We're now getting to the point where you can say they're going to be in. Yes. Um, it, they're not locked, but they're getting there. And and that's really been uh, good news. And it's been uh, Carl Anthony Towns' show and Oklahoma City tomorrow night, pregame 6.30 tip after 7 o'clock. Got to beat another bad team and then go on the road and do it against Orlando and keep winning games. All right, we've got all the news. We've got... Uh, all the weather coming up. More in MLB. Are we going to get good news? We'll find out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.